Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Well, it's that time on Cup Final Day where the managers may look to their bench to see if they can improve things in the second half. They've done their half-time team talks. They're going to try and inspire, in the case of Celtic, to kick on and win this thing. And in the case of Rangers, to get themselves back into it. There are certain footballing cliches that just land and conceding a couple of minutes before half-time is a terrible time to concede a goal, Mark Wilson. I think yeah. everyone would acknowledge that. Yeah, real body blow for Rangers because that's... That's what he's rightly saying. I think Beale would have went in this at half-time thinking, right, we've slowed Celtic down, we've got them to our pace, let's go and impose ourselves in the second half. But that goal just changes everything. And you wonder if Michael Beale is looking at his bench. We mentioned before the game that the midfield area and the wide areas were, were big calls for the managers. Would it be Moy? Would it be O'Reilly? Would Maeda come in? Initially, I thought at half-time, Postacoglu might have thought about changing Maeda. And the opposite side, I wonder if Michael Beale would have looked at his midfield. Lundstrom, have you seen him on the ball? No. Kamara, have you seen him? No. And Tillman does look like he's struggling. He looks at his bench. He's got Raskin. He's got Camwell. He's got Jack. Will he make a change? I think he might be tempted to yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, be, sorry, Gordon. To be fair, Mark, to uh, both sets of players, I look at the two threes up top, you know, Celtic's front three. Rangers front three. Rangers front three have offered absolutely nothing in this cup final. And Rangers uh, supporters will be disappointed with that. Up until Kyogo's goal, Maeda had been terrible. Jota in the right wings offered nothing. Kyogo's making the fantastic runs but not really getting the service. That goal has changed the full um, cup final for me. I think Michael Beale has now got a difficult position to make because I keep saying it. Can he tweak the system a little bit? Jim Duffy touched on it earlier before the game, the 4-2-3-1, maybe change it to that. Because Tillman, to me, does not look fit. At the same time, Mark Wilson, we only have to go back a few weeks to see a meeting between these sides. Not similar because Celtic scored early that day, but in terms of taking the initiative first, it, it, it's, it's, it's a good thing. You would rather have it but unless you can capitalise on it there's always a way back for the other team and then when of the course. momentum swings that way you need to make sure you, you stay in control yeah it's, how, yeah it's how resilient you are when Rangers get a grip in this game which you ultimately will you don't go through these games dominating for 90 minutes so this is how the first 10-15 minutes of this one will be crucial we saw back at Ibrox Rangers started well got the goal and the game completely changed and I can tell you there will be no changes at the break both sides remain unchanged Celtic one goal to the good if it is a quiet uneventful second 45 then it will be Celtic who lift the League Cup in around 45 minutes time Rangers of course trying to get back into it but we are very very close indeed to finding out who lands the season's first piece of silverware a huge second 45 minutes here at Hamden and it's about to kick off Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Ray Howe Products with a 14-day turnaround. Call them today. Yeah, as Gordon said, it is a massive 45 minutes for both these sides. Kyogo's goal just before half-time is the difference at the National Stadium between Celtic and Rangers. It's Rangers to kick off and no changes for them, no changes for Michael Beale heading into this second half in this game is that a surprise Jim Duffy or do you feel it's still quite early 
I'm a wee bit surprised because I think that uh, you know, listen, game plans are fine, but basically game plans go out the window with the team um, scores in the 45th minute or whatever it happens to be, and obviously Celtic have done that, and we know how good a team Celtic are on the front foot. They're not going to sit back and invite Rangers on top of them. They're still going to try and score that um, second goal, um, and and you know, if nothing else, we'll try and keep possession. But, um, you know, I, I, I thought Raskin or Cantwell might have come on, maybe sacrificed Kamara uh, or, or, you know, and, and I think that for me, that would maybe send a message out to the Rangers fans. Listen, we're not accepting this. We're going to go for this. We want to win this trophy. But uh, listen to me well. I've just said, let's go for it another 15 minutes. Make sure we can see if we can get ourselves back in the game and ultimately we'll have to see if his team, team can do the business for him. Well, it's quite simple for me, Jim. You know, it, while you're waiting and making your mind up about uh, Cantwell and or Raskin, uh, if Celtic score a second goal, this cup final is finished. Uh, so that's the the gamble that you take. Yeah, well, Rangers just trying to probe in the early stages of this second half. Celtic winning the ball back from them, and how does Celtic's game plan game plan change if at all at the moment, Jim? With that one goal advantage, is it just? Same old from Ange Postacoglu yeah, and his players. I, I think you said if at all, Andrew. I, I don't think Ange Postacoglu knows any other way of playing except for being on the front foot and I don't think his team know any other way. We've seen it so many times in domestic fixtures. We know this is a cup final. We've seen it so many times that they're uncomfortable in cruise control, 2-3-0 up and they're still searching for that next goal. So, as I said, I, I cannot see them you know, changing the way they approach the game at all. I think they're going to try and, and get that second goal and if they do, they'll continue to play that same way it's up to Rangers um, to go up another level another gear maybe even a couple of gears because if they if they play the same tempo uh, and the fact that they haven't tested Joe Hart at all as, as, as the, the guys at halftime see other than that one terrific clears for Carter Vickers Joe Hart has had nothing to do so Rangers have to be a lot better in the final third have to be or else Celtic are going to give away the trophy well they have to see the pitch first of all which is obscured from mm-hmm. view by it looked uh, as if we were watching a game from the 1800s <laughs> there the, the smoke yeah. from the flares actually made it look as if the game was in black and white why the game tolerates this business of flares I do not know they're dangerous they're toxic uh, and at the moment they're, they're obscuring the players vision Ridiculous. To be fair, it, it always looks a lot worse on camera than it does at the stadium or, or pitch side. But uh, an early Rangers corner. Yeah, it was good play this time again. Barisic getting forward, and I think Michael Wheels got to be seeing Barisic and Tavernier in particular. You know, you've you've got to take more risk because this moment in time we're, we're losing the cup final, so we've got to get ourselves in the final third. Tavernier coming across again, more traditional. Um, corner kick from that, that in swinging from the left hand side yeah this one will go into the box but it's punched away by Joe Hart will bounce out for a, another Rangers corner on the, the opposite side yeah it went deep again Hugh you know there must yeah. be something I've looked at maybe from Celtic's point of view trying to exploit someone in the back space but I thought hey, Joe Hart does okay you know in terms of uh, clearing it away but I think he, he maybe could have just have taken another step and, and kept a hold of it but Barisic's this time coming across and again traditional in swinger does look like quite the atmosphere there as well. There is more pyrotechnics that I can see amongst the, the supporters as Borna Barisic puts up his right hand ready to deliver this corner. Goes into a dangerous area and I think it was Kyogo at the front post that got the vital flick on just to take it away from any potential arriving Rangers players there into the box. Yeah, it was, it was a good good header. That's his job, you know, being that front post space, making sure if Zedden's flat, he deals with it. And yeah, sometimes it comes, can skiff off 
top of your head and, and be a dangerous ball into the box but uh, he timed it to perfection and Celtic as ever you know get themselves on the front foot and on the counter attack Jota looking for the early cross there that one I think he was actually offside the flag has gone up now after he was unable to get that cross away Rangers have taken the free kick quickly Malik Tillman turning away from Callum McGregor and he'll drive towards oh, Celtic goal it's now Ryan Kent ball opens up for him and he's hit the post and it's Fashion Sakala oh. and that one goes into the side netting and Rangers coming very close to equalising I don't know what he's smiling at he should be grimacing I mean to me you listen it's, it's good play from Rangers uh, particularly Tillman the first time I've really seen him a good strike from uh, Ryan Kent but he's, he's either got to square so you need to play to, that across the face Morelos of goal because he's, he's at a very tight yeah, angle yeah, yeah he's, he's either got to score or he's got to square it at Morelos but he doesn't neither and as a result doesn't even hit the target and then he's kind of smiling and I, I know it's maybe a kind of sarcastic uh, smile you know but to me he's got to do a lot better than that and that's that's something that really is uh, he's got to improve upon uh, Fashion Zakala in those key areas there well, 50 minutes on the clock for the first booking of this game John Lundstrom goes in late on Aaron Moy as straightforward the booking as you'll ever see but Morelos somehow takes on the referee over that yeah Nick uh, Walsh actually pointing to the yellow card yeah. and saying to Morelos do you want, this, do you as want well? this as well yeah. I think he was going about as I said right before half time um, you know Greg Taylor tried to take mm-hmm. um, Fashion Sakala out the play um, and normally referees will come back to that one but uh, Nick Walsh didn't and I'm sure Morelos has remembered that and saying well how come you didn't book <laughs> Greg Taylor in that situation well, Jota with Across into the box Headed away by Connor Goldson And Rangers just able to Clear the danger there It would be Massive For Celtic If they could be the ones To get that next goal And it's another cliche But The, the next goal is so So crucial In Absolutely. this game Yeah but in a game Where there's been Very very few opportunities For Rangers They've got to make Better use of the one They've just had there With uh, Fashion Sakala You know I mean again um, Tillman as we mentioned Does really really well um, to, to get on the turn and get away from Moy plays a perfectly weighted pass to, to Kent who's a good strike um, to the far post hits the post but you know again if you think the, the angle's too tight if Sakala does think that then he just has to square it to Morelos and he's got a similar tap into what Kyogo had but uh, he went for the, the, the glory and didn't hit the target so if you don't hit the target it's a wrong decision He's cutting a pretty frustrated figure at the moment Alfredo Morelos gave away a, a free kick for a challenge on Johnson now Celtic Jota on the right cuts inside and again turning Barisic inside out tries to go for the ball across the face of goal but Borna Barisic managing to block it at the final attempt yeah, decent for Barisic that time because he didn't overcommit. listen it's difficult you're 1v1 with Jota you know he's two footed he can go either way but eventually Barisic manages to block it so yeah we give him a bit of criticism in the first half or maybe not doing as well as he could have done with a Celtic goal but uh, good defending that time Aaron Moy lining this one up from the corner Plenty of Celtic players lining up. The ball bounces right in the middle of the Rangers box. I think it was maybe a flick on at the front post, but it's eventually cleared all the way back to the halfway line for Greg Taylor. Well, Celtic uh, looking more like themselves. They, they must know subconsciously that if they do get a two-goal lead, be a long, long way back for Rangers. Uh, so that, that has to be uppermost in your mind. Yeah, I'm just I'm just looking at um, you know Tillman there, you know uh, Malik Tillman just kind of jogging around. The guy, the guys obviously see seem a lot better from from what we do, or, or, or you know when they're up in the gantry, they've got a perfect um, uh, point of view that you know they can see the whole pitch and in, in, in his movement. But I don't know whether he's he, he is kind a little bit or not. But he's certainly not looking anywhere near as sharp as he has done. Oh. He's, he's a little bit pedestrian in terms of his movement. So 
It'll be interesting to see after an hour whether that's one player that might have to be sacrificed just in terms of energy levels, you know, if nothing else. Yeah, eight minutes gone in the second half. Is this around the time that you think Michael Beale will start to look behind him and, and see what options he wants to, to put on to try and change this game and, and put it in Rangers' favour? I think we already had that in mind, Andrew. You have to, you know, a manager when you've got a strong squad, you have to think, right, if it's going okay, these are these are the possible options we might do. If it's not going okay, these are other things. You know, listen, you can't get everything because you can have injuries and a variety of things that can, can change the dynamics of football. But... I think he would have looked at it and said, right, okay, injuries aside, if we need to change it, this is this is part, part of the way we can change it. Well, Aaron Moy, the ball was played over to him from Rio Hitati. It was bouncing. He tried to flash it across, or not really, sort of loop it in towards the uh, Dyson Maida, who was at the back post. Celtic still have possession, though. Rio Hitati cutting inside. Conor Golson challenges. That's a vital block in there from Ben Davies because the ball is being fizzed across the face of the Rangers goal. Kyogo was there waiting at the back post. And a, a similar sort of incident to the one in the first half where Cameron Carter Vickers made a, a big clearance this time. It's Ben Davies who, who steps in and takes the ball yeah, off the feet of Kyogo. Brilliant initially from Maida just to work with it, just to keep the ball in play. And then, as you said, um, you know, bought a, a, a ball fizzed across and, and Davis had to be on his toes and very, very alert and he was. So again, good defending from Ben Davis on that occasion. Yeah, Celtic just trying to see what they can do, get a ball into the Rangers box. Malik Tillman winning it back on the touchline before Borna Barisic clears that one forward just around 10 minutes of the second half. Gone now. How do you think Michael Beale will... I've seen the response from his players well, so far. There, there hasn't really been a response. Um, that's not to say there won't be one but uh, at the moment Celtic are looking the dominant side yeah I mean they had that chance early on in the second mm-hmm. half with uh, Ryan Kent and then, and then Sakala on the follow up um, and that, that obviously could change the, the, the whole dynamics of the game uh, if they get if they get that and then there's Kyogo in again Hatati at an angle cuts it yeah. across the face of goal Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements and it's that man again, Kyogo. He got two in the League Cup final last season. He's got two in the League Cup final this season. It was Hatati with the ball across the face of goal and Kyogo with another easy finish from a few yards out, just taps in and Celtic have a big advantage in this game. 2-0 up against Rangers now and looking very, very good for a potential League Cup win. Well, you'd have to say from this distance, given that the the course of the game all day long, could you possibly imagine Rangers winning three two? Uh, not not from this distance. I, I I can't see it at all. And once again, Kyogo lightning fast in his reactions and his speed of thought. Um, it, it for me, I don't think that Rangers can come back from this. Yeah, I mean, listen, Celtic play the Celtic way. They don't change it for anyone they play. Mark Wilson alluded to it at the start of the game. So, and that, and they know, they absolutely know what's happening when there's certain situations developing. When Aaron Moy picked the ball up there, similar to, to Greg Taylor making that run, they know it's going to be inside the fullback and across the goal. Similar there, Aaron Moy pick, picks the ball up. Hatati's already on the move. He's breaking in between Golson and Tavernier, and he's saying, go on, put it in there for me. Moy does it absolutely perfect and then when that ball is in there Kyogo knows that the quality is going to come across the six yard box how many goals does he score like that I mean he scores a ton of goals just gambling not you say gambling he's totally he's better than just gambling he knows where that ball is going to go and uh, reads it to perfection and just again gets across in front of Davis 
taps it in they look easy but it's about the quality the build up play the execution and the knowledge of each individual player has about their teammates Yeah, Ange Postacoglu will be delighted with that because Celtic work on that a lot mm. in terms of getting the ball in the right areas out wide and just either cutbacks or balls mm. across the face of goal you see it so often from Celtic and they've benefited twice from it today yeah, but it's that initial ball from Aaron Moy It just splits it up I mean, There was a debate about O'Reilly And you know, I was wondering because I thought Maybe O'Reilly might have stayed in the team But Aaron Moy's been so influential In two absolute outstanding moments uh, In terms of setting up the play Which is just cut open the Rangers defence I mean, uh, as we see Chris uh, Kamara Sorry, Chris Kamara Glenn Kamara getting booked there Yeah, for, I don't for think there lunch. can be any complaints yeah. about that booking yeah, Sliding in on Hitati I was going to say to you, Jim until that moment mm. I'd forgotten he was still in the park mm. Yeah uh, I'm surprised he didn't Substitute him at half time I have to say that And now He's going to have to make Substitutions Because at this moment in time Celtic are totally dominant um, You know And you know rate, rate, I mean, As again we can see Celtic Hunting down the ball there You know The ball goes back to McGregor They don't sit off And think we're going to Here's do a nothing chance. No well, Joe no. Hart out yeah. quickly It was a ball over the top From Ryan Kent I think mm. towards Fashion Sakala But Joe Hart came out Around 25 yards mm. From his goal line And wasn't the cleanest of connections but did the important job got it away from Fashion Sakala who was trying to break through yeah I mean again with the way Celtic play they know that uh, if they're going to squeeze the game Joe Hart knows he's going to be in a very advanced position which he is and uh, provided he clears the danger it doesn't matter if he sticks in touch or not it's different I think if you're having to chase the game but Celtic don't so as long as he clears the danger that's all that matters how big has the midfield battle been in terms of Celtic asserting some dominance in this game because You've really not seen much from, from John Lundstrom, from Glenn Kamara. Malik Tillman hasn't really been in the game at all yet. You've got the likes of Hatati, who has been influential so far. Aaron Moy involved in the second goal as well. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, Tillman had that one uh, you know moment where he, he played the ball to Ryan Kent and Kent hits the post. So he said one little um, you know moment of, of um, you know the, the, the influential in the game. But uh, Aaron Moyes had two fantastic moments as, as we, a chance for Rangers there. Yeah, Malik Tillman playing the ball across the box. James Tavernier just having to go backwards, so it was behind him. And Celtic can then push out because Rangers are forced all the way back to Glenn Kamara, who's around 40 yards out. And that will frustrate Michael Beale because Rangers just getting the ball in and around the Celtic box but unable to capitalise on it. Yeah, mm. I, again, you know, they, they didn't have enough bodies in the box. Oh, Borna Barisic cross there cross, nearly yeah. catches out mm. Joe Hart. He, he obviously wasn't what he was going for, mm. but nearly just dropped over the head of Joe Hart and into the back of the net, but does go <laughs> wide off the post. Yeah. Well, we've now reached the famous one hour mark. Yeah. A, a triple well, substitution. A tri yeah, it's going to be Nicholas Raskin, it's going to be Todd Cantwell and Ryan Jack mm. all coming on for Rangers. So Michael Beale has seen enough with 60 minutes on the clock. Two of the new January signings along with Ryan Jack will be coming on and we'll see shortly who is going to come off just as we see a replay of that goal and Kyogo, I mean, has been fantastic all season for Celtic and another two huge goals for him today. Yeah, I mean, I said before, you can say, you know, about Kyogo sometimes, we say, oh, he's, he's, he's not been that much involved in the game and so on, but he's, he's a, a player, I say, that, he, that doesn't frustrate him. He doesn't get himself bothered about that he knows if he keeps making those runs his teammates have got the quality to find him and he just keeps doing it I mean if you think about the game Andrew he said he scored two he said another one where um, you know Alan McGregor's managed to get a hand to it but he's getting behind he said a header just over the bar and he said a, a, a kind of curling shot from about 20 yards that's not a bad return from your striker you know when you're playing as a lone striker that is not a bad return and scored 
two two goals, which at this moment in time um, should be good enough for Celtic to win the trophy. Is there a potential that Rangers are going to change their complete midfield three here? Could it be, you know, the, the starting three that, that come off rather than anyone in the forward line? Yeah, would you think? Do you think he'll take the three midfield players off, well, or do you think he'll sacrifice any? I, I, I can't see any. I can't see him taking Kent off, and I can't see him taking Morelos no, off at this no. moment in time because he's no natural striker. Then it's a time for the bold initiative because whatever you do, as O'Reilly and uh, Abada Abada as, well. Prepared to yep. come on as well, but whatever you do, you're saying to the three subs coming on for Rangers, look, we have less than half an hour to play, and we need three goals. That, those are the, the, the facts of the matter that Rangers have less than half an hour and need to score three times well t- twice to get them extra time yeah. I, th- I think the only thing Rangers can do at this moment in time is try and score and, yeah. try, and, and then we, don't, we always know if a game gets to 2-1 even, even if other team have been you know, largely dominant you know you, you get yourself back in the game and the, and the complexity of the game can change uh, Nick Walsh is giving a handball which is a handball yeah. Alistair Johnson's hands outstretched and he's yeah, forced it he's a, he's a yard outside the box <laughs> rather than a yard inside the box but it's a good position for again for Rangers you know um, you know, maybe two yards from the, the touchline so this will be the last opportunity I think before he makes the substitutions and if they can manage to get a goal back here yeah it's game on again yeah, James Tavernier standing over it. Both managers will wait, I think, until this is taken before they make their changes. It will be five in total, three for Rangers, two for Celtic. Celtic fans sure will be more than happy with the changes because they know that the, the guys coming on, Matt O'Reilly, Leila Bada, they've shown their quality plenty of times. Leila Bada certainly plenty of times against Rangers as well. But James well, Tavernier is, just lining this up. This is a major chance for Rangers. The, the, they have to take full advantage what well, drops to Morelos at the back post and he stabs that. Has it gone in? Goal flashes with Clydebilt Home Improvements. Well, it wasn't too clear. It looked as if it may have gone wide, but no, it's crossed the line. It's in the back of the net. Alfredo Morelos is claiming it. The ball dropped to him at the back post and he was the one that reacted quickly. He just stabbed the ball towards goal and Joe Hart got a hand to it. Wasn't enough. And with 63 and a half minutes on the clock, Rangers have a goal back. Well, everything changes now, uh, and the three subs are there to see what they can do. You, the Celtic, you never get the impression that they, they're comfortable with balls in like that, and that they've not defended it well. They weren't solid, and Morelos, who's had a very poor afternoon, all of a sudden, game on again. Well, Celtic making their changes first. Jota coming off for Lille Abada. And you would expect that it would be... Is it going to be Aaron Moy or Hatati, One of the two coming off for O'Reilly? We'll see it is going to be Aaron Moy that makes way for Matt O'Reilly. Is that goal going to change anything from Michael Beale, do you think, in terms of the substitutions? Will still be the same three, possibly? No, he's still behind the game, so he's got to, he's got to give it a go. He's actually a better position now to change it because he's, the, the three players again on now are not thinking, oh, this is a thankless task. They're actually thinking, wait a minute, we might we might be the, the, the players that can make the difference now. We're only one goal behind. So, yeah, if anything, I think it gives confidence to the substitutions and, and gives the team, you know, and the supporters a bit more belief because before that goal went in, I'm sure hardly a Rangers fan in the ground would have thought they could get back in but fair play to Morelis because uh, as Moyes marking him and he kind of goes to go in a little bit and checks out and he just again takes that little split second um, to set the ball up and hits his 
He's mid-drift and then he just kind of makes a good clean connection. Joe Hart gets a hand to it and he's in it in the near post. But again, as we've said about Kyogo, you don't need to always be involved in the game if you're a striker. You need to be in the right place at the right time and make sure that you fully concentrate. And that's what he done and uh, he's got his team back in the game. Lundstrom, Kamara and Tillman, the three going off for Rangers. Cantwell, Jack and Raskin come on for them. A couple of changes for Celtic, O'Reilly and Abada coming on well, for Moy and Jota. The whole complexion of the afternoon changes um, because one goal gets you extra time. Two goals gets you the unlikeliest victory that you can imagine. Uh, unless Celtic can take the blow, come back and score a third goal of their own. So we're now at a fascinating stage in the day's business. Well, it's 65 minutes, Andrew. We're now saying, this is not a bad cup final. Yeah. You know, <laughs> in, in, in 40 minutes, we're thinking, oh, this is quite poor. You know, 20 minutes later, we're thinking, wait a minute, three goals, I mean, a few chances... You know, the teams are now having to go for it. You know, Rangers in particular are now going to have to take a risk, made the substitutions. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's definitely a lot more entertaining than we thought half an hour ago. And you could see how big that goal was just from Alfredo Morelos' reaction to it, sort of running in front of the Rangers fans, trying to G them up, see if they can get another in this game to, to draw it level. You did predict goals, Hugh? Yeah, I'm, I'm two away from my five. <laughs> uh, and the, the, the scoring has not stopped. Uh for the afternoon that's for sure another chance for Rangers here yeah Fashion Sakala driving into the Celtic box but Joe Hart is quick out to gather at the feet of the Zambian winger a bit better from Sakala that time very positive knocks it past um, Taylor and you can see he's got the pace but Joe Hart read it really well good experienced goalkeeping then he knew where the ball was going to go anticipated it and uh, ended up making it a comfortable save but very good goalkeeping Maeda you know everyone says that he's a real favourite for Ange Postacoglu but you know he's he hasn't had a great day by his very high standards uh, you would have thought that he might have been the one to go off to allow Abada onto the park but it's Jota so Maeda must still have something to play in this game according to Ange Postacoglu well, Callum McGregor in a crossing position here for Celtic trying to cut it back that one is blocked and trying to get the ball a lot of it when it comes to Maeda is as Conor Goldson heads the ball away it's, it's a lot of his is off the ball work mm. that Ange Postacoglu really appreciates yes of course he's, he's got quality on the ball as well but Ange Postacoglu you know talks about Dyson Maeda just what he offers Celtic out of possession yeah, as well yeah he sets a tone doesn't he for the press you know he, he knows it as we said earlier on you know him, him going and you know really busting a gut to, to get the ball and, uh, and keep it in play when a lot of players would have just accepted it goes out um, he's not like that and as I say then you know when Rangers get the ball he's the first guy that goes and puts him under pressure and uh, that he, again everyone else backs him up so yeah and that's part of the reason and, and I think you know that, that might have been I mean I don't think it would have been I think Ange Postecoglou has already decided that Jota would be sacrificed but you know I think he also knows that if you're 2-1 up the one thing about Maeda will do he will work back with Tavernier you know there's he's not going to be shy in his, in his work ethic that's for sure I was going to ask you how's the the head this morning was oh. uh, producer Callum's leaving night last night. Well, you took me to a place that wasn't for a seventy-three-year-old man. That's for sure. Uh, a, a popular bar in the in the West End. I'm, I'm I'm not sure it would be the the type of place that no. you would normally go to. There was there was genuinely one moment that I think will stick with me for the rest of my life, and it was at one point. Uh, Rage Against the Machine oh, song came on Killing in the name of Very loud was a, a, a very, It was actually yeah, yeah. And um, the Very loud 
And there's a, there's a there's an especially sort of aggressive part of the yeah. song that repeats over and over again. And I just turned over, and Hugh was standing there with his glass of red wine, looking about <laughs> as if, what what is this place? What is going on? I, I, it was then I took me and my cardigan home. Yeah. Uh, so well, I, th- I think the thing is, you you know you you you've listened. If you go in dressing rooms these days, you'll realise um, yeah you you get a little bit old. Although in saying that, the vast majority of songs I hear in dressing room now are all reworks of old songs. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and 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 the young players don't know that they don't know that they, they think they're just new. Greg Taylor has given the ball away. Cantwell. Cantwell at the edge of the box. He goes down. A a free kick to Rangers in a dangerous position. Does look in a bit of pain there, Todd Cantwell, too, and a booking to match. Mm. So Rangers with a a good position just outside the box, just right of centre. So is this a a Borna Barisic rather than a James Tavernier? No, I think either or. But but Celtic will know. Listen, it doesn't matter how good a team you are and how good a goalkeeper you've got when you've got people who can execute a free kick from that distance like Tavernier, like Baricic I think particularly Tavernier then you know you know this is dangerous because you know you can set the wall up as best you like but if he gets over it and into that top corner there's nothing anyone can do about now, it before anyone phones at 5 o'clock mm-hmm. yes we have seen Morello shove uh, push Taylor to the yeah, ground and he has already been booked um, so we can discuss that at five o'clock. But yeah. this is a wonderful chance for an equaliser. Yeah, but VAR don't get involved in that as well, Hugh. It's only if it's a red card, so therefore it's not. You won't, they won't tell the referee, you know, unless unless they thought it was violent conduct. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see now. And they said they're having a little conflab, um, Barisic and Tavernier. My guess would be Tavernier. I would to say that, even though it's maybe not a natural right footer. But I think uh, as a captain and with his record. I think he's got to take responsibility here. It's almost like Morelos uh, hasn't been booked yet Oh, actually. beg your pardon um, When these two are over the ball It's almost as good as a penalty You know, they have, they have such fantastic ability From these set pieces What, 22? James Tavernier uh, takes And that one hits the Celtic wall Loops up And Joe Hart just having to Punch that behind for a corner Better safe than sorry and yeah, that one just came off the head of Cameron Carter Vickers. Just I, I uh, love that for Carter Vickers. I mean, I've seen so many players turning, you know, don't want to get hit with the ball. He's like that. Nah, I'm standing. He's facing it. He's not turned away. He's not shied away from his responsibility. Tap him in the head. He's cleared it. Superb defending. That Rangers corner comes to oh, nothing, me. and that is a a real dangerous pass back the way that Nicholas Raskin has to just clear out the park and then he was asking questions of why on earth there was a short pass played back to him in that position Cantwell throwing himself into this game it's one of these days where as Michael Beale shows a lovely back heel there um, one of these days where you can really become a hero yeah, well, Cameron looks as if he's playing more advanced than Tillman. So again, oh. as I said, it looks as if Raskin and uh, and Jack are now sitting and uh, Cantwell supporting Morelos because he got he bought the free kick by being in an advanced position and taking the the, the, the ball towards the Celtic back line. It brought it down and there's a sloppy pass Dear again me. from Callum McGregor. McGregor. Yeah, McGregor gives it away Cantwell to Cantwell. Again. He plays it to Morelos out wide. The ball trying to play it across towards the penalty spot a couple of Celtic players getting in there first and I think Celtic look a, bit, ball away. look a bit rattled by all at the minute yeah a little bit ragged particularly Cam McGregor who's normally unbelievable with the ball but he's, he's given the ball away twice in, uh, in the space of you know 10-15 seconds there which is highly, highly unlike him and particularly in, in crucial moments yeah Rangers certainly in the ascendancy at the moment that goal and, and those substitutions 
have helped so far as they look to get back into this game 73 minutes just about on the clock at Hamden Celtic winning 2-1 Kyogo with goals either side of half time and it was Alfredo Morelos who pulled one back for Michael Beale's side if you were a gambling man you would say there's more chance of a Rangers equaliser than a Celtic third goal at the moment they look rattled it's a good challenge by Barisic to win the ball High up the pitch Ryan Jack cuts in The strike is blocked And that one did look goal bound It was going towards the bottom corner Not sure whether Joe Hart Would have got to it or not But Rangers creating an opening Creating an opportunity there Winning the ball High up the park Ryan Jack Did well to cut in But that one was Blocked in the end I think it was Carter Vickers again That blocked it And then Greg Taylor did really well Sliding in You know And, and, and managed to get the block Ricocheting off the Rangers Played for a goal kick But you're right with 15 minutes to go, Hugh. You know, it'd be interesting to see how Celtic approach this game. As I say, normally Ange Postacoglu doesn't change the way he wants to play. Oh. But uh, he might just have to slow the game down a little bit just to try to take um, the energy away from Rangers because the substitutions, and that obviously that goal just before the substitutions come on, have certainly gave Rangers fresh impetus. And more to come. Cholak is coming on, always coming on uh, for Celtic. So uh, a hectic... Uh, last 15 minutes awaits Yeah that certainly would be an interesting one O coming on mm-hmm. because You'd expect that he would come on Kyogo. and play through the middle Does that mean yeah. Kyogo's Number may be up? Yeah. yeah I think so I don't see uh, him changing that You know and putting Kyogo in, any, in, a, in a wide position like that. So I think yeah I think it'll be a straight swap And obviously Kolac You know that that's a, a Maybe a riskier one for Rangers You know do, 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 do they change it a little bit And, and, and risk Sakala and, and go with two up top um, maybe move Cantwell a little bit wider who knows but Cantwell so far has done well in that role he's come on so yeah or does he just a straight swap for Morelis I think that'll be interesting to see what Michael Beale um, does here but I, I can't I can't see um, anything other than a straightforward swap for O for Kyogo yeah hasn't had a lot of game time really under Michael Beale Antonio Cholak he's had his injury problems had a, a good goal scoring spell at the start of the season under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst but just hasn't been able to oust Alfredo Morelos and we have heard Michael Beale talk about the fact that he would play the two of them together Celtic going to make two changes actually Kyogo making way and it will be O that comes on a big contribution from Kyogo today it won't be a hat-trick for him but no. really has been the, the star for Celtic I'll tell you it's very bold on the part of uh, Ange Postacoglu because O still very much finding his feet at Celtic uh, and is it Iwata who's going yeah, on as Iwata well? Yeah, Iwata is also going to come on as uh, well. Again, someone who's had very little game time taking the place of Hatati, uh, who has been outstanding for Celtic of late. So I think it's a very bold move uh, by Ange Postacoglu. Uh, in fact, it's a real gamble on his part. It's a big show of faith in Iwata as well, putting him on in, in this type of game. You'd expect that he would go into that deeper role in the midfield with... Uh, where Callum McGregor normally sits and McGregor would, would push on one but it certainly shows the, the faith that Alfred uh, that, sorry Ange Postacoglu has in uh, Tomoki Iwata that he's willing to put him on yeah. at this point in the game yeah but we know that um, Ange Postacoglu doesn't like to change the way his team plays but he may have tweaked it a little bit here because obviously Cantwell's given Celtic problems playing mm-hmm. in that advanced role you know that almost like a number 10 and obviously Kovac coming on now so yeah, Alfredo Morelos yeah. off for and, and not Antonio happy Chilak. as you would expect. So listen, I don't have a problem with Morelos coming off. Um, his face tripping him. You know, you shouldn't you shouldn't be happy coming off. Um, he wants to stay on. He scored the goal. He's a, he knows he's the main striker. 
So I, I get that disappointment. I've, I've not got a problem with that. You know, I mean, people sometimes make comment on it, but you shouldn't be happy about coming off anyway. You know, it's different if you're, you know, you may be running the clock down and you understand that. But Hilgo's knows that, you know, the job's done. But from, from Morelos' point of view, yeah, he will be frustrated a little bit because he scored. But I think they Celtic might go that, I mean, maybe going two, sitting now with um, Awata and McGregor mm -hmm. with O'Reilly just a little bit ahead. So I think there's a slight change in the way Celtic normally play because I think they have to because Cantwell has been influential. With always obviously more of a physical presence mm. than Kyogo, is that something that can be vital when you're trying to see out a game? Having someone that is maybe able to take the ball in and, and hold play up? Just seen pictures of Alfredo Morelos Oof. who mm -hmm. kicks over a sort of... It's just a, a water carrier type thing, yeah. Mm. Uh -huh. I've been trying to see if Cholak scores whether he celebrates. <laughs> but uh, yeah, listen, that, that's the kind of player he is. You know that. You know the type of player that uh, Alfredo Morelos is. You know he's uh, he's a player that uh, you know um, can can divide opinion. But listen, he's done his job. He's scored, and it's now up to to Kolak to see whether he can get the equaliser. And um, you you, you, don't, you mentioned all that. Yeah, it doesn't give him a, a little bit more of a. Uh, a hold up play different from Kyogo who's looking to play down the sides and again as Postal Colgo might think we're not getting the ball down the side just now we've had Abada's not really touched it Hughes as he come on is he no. so he's maybe thinking listen we need to be a little bit more into feet and into support and play uh, and just change and that's, that's as I said before that's the question of having having good players to bring on is, is another yellow card is that to oh, on Ben Davies yeah on Ben Davies there it was just a, a long ball that was coming towards the two of them and Ben Davies went down was he sort of yeah. Or he was holding oh. his chest Oh Sort of turned round Gave him a bit of an elbow In the, mm. the chest He saw him coming And that is a A booking for O Just yeah. a few minutes After coming on So yeah. he's one card More than he's had A kick at the ball <laughs> That is a yellow card He's not yeah. looked at the ball And he's put his shoulder Straight into Ben Davis And again Just got to be a bit careful You know listen You want to make an impact And you want to show The manager that you you know you're going to give everything but you know even even a, a, a wee missed time challenge or a, a ball particularly when you get a high ball you know players naturally lift their arms and all it takes is maybe just one flying arm and you can pick up a second yellow card so you know you don't want to be doing that at this stage of the game Cross comes in from James Tavernier is not dealt with and Rangers still have the ball in the box Fashion Sakala just running it out of play but I think it was a fresh air swipe from Carl Starfelt mm. that looked to cause a bit of danger inside the Celtic box but Antonio Cholak was just unable to get a shot away when the ball fell to him I think Celtic dropped out of this altogether uh, and the the, the the defending is getting more and more frantic uh, they, they really have a very difficult task here 10 minutes of regulation time to go Starfelt there who's just tried to clip the ball past Todd Cantwell in his own box it's hit Cantwell in the chest and Celtic managing to scramble it clear what you don't want to that. see at this time is your central defender looking like a bag of nerves now yeah, I think he's tried to be. He made that little mistake earlier with the fresh airs you mentioned, Andrew. And I think he's tried to show, well, listen, that's not phase me. I'll be composed here and I'll just dink a little ball out. <laughs> Shoot his feet. It's actually, he's actually you know, made a record of it. And it's, he's, he's very, very fortunate when the ball came off Cantwell. It, it fell straight back to his path. Just be a defender at this stage of the game. You've got 10 minutes to go plus injury time. You know, just be solid, reliable. Don't, you don't need to do anything other than being nice and disciplined as a defender. Yeah, exactly 10 minutes to go in this League Cup final between Celtic and Rangers. Two Kyogo goals for Ange Postacoglu's side. Alfredo Morelos, who's now been substituted off, got one back for Rangers. Are, are you surprised that with Rangers chasing a goal that Alfredo Morelos came off? No, overly, just because, you know, listen, managers like to, you know, play a certain system in a certain way. 
Some people can say, listen, is it worth taking the risk and going 4 4 2? Maybe he thinks that Celtic have got you know, too much quality in the middle of the pitch and you'd be outnumbered, who knows? But listen, you know, he, he maybe also just thought something straightforward as Antonio Kovac can, can give him a little bit more freshness and a little, you know, and, and, and uh, Morelos has run his course. But you know, you can see Morelos is in frustration in, in the sense of how he reacts, but that's because he scored a goal and he knows he's a threat. As I said, he knows he's a threat. He's, he's not always involved in the game. He hasn't been, you know, you know, all, you know, one of his players is, is dynamic. But in and around the box, he can he can score goals. I mean, his, his record speaks for itself. My concern for Celtic would be that they've, they've simply dropped out of this in a, a meaningful fashion. I think a bad has to do with Rangers. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the substitutions and the goal has definitely given them the energy to take the game to Celtic now. And they, they believe now, for the first time in the game, that they can turn this around. Well, it's all Rangers. In the, in the forward-going sense, it's all Rangers. And uh, Celtic have to stand firm. Um, but in an attacking sense, uh, they're, they're out of the game at the moment, Celtic. Rangers coming up the park yet again. Barisic with the cross. It's deflected into the arms of Joe Hart, who will take that and try and start an attack for Celtic. I, I fear I may jinx this now, but there's been a sort of refreshing lack of mention of VAR in this game so far. <laughs> Without doubt. Hold on, we see if there's a uh, Maid is on the play, but the flag will got, I'm sure, for offside. Yeah. Yeah, will be a, a free kick to Rangers, Maida we, just straying offside. Whatever happens now, you know, people have to appreciate that uh, Celtic had a two goal lead, looked very comfortable, and then lost a bad goal and that did not look the same. Well, oh, just in a flash, Leila Bada is going to get booked for diving mm-hmm. here, actually. He. Knocked the ball past Ben Davies mm-hmm. Was driving into the sort of Right side of the Rangers box He went down Doesn't look as if He's really complaining no, Either Leal Abada And He didn't need to go down there Did he? He'd knocked the ball by Ben Davies yeah, There's absolutely right. No contact you, you see that quite often From players sometimes That they'll, they'll drag that leg To try and find the, yeah. the contact It wasn't there He goes down And yeah, a yellow he's card try, He's trying to instigate it. He's putting his left leg out and, and he knows that Ben Davies Will be coming across him And listen If there is you know, a, a, chance, a contact then it, it can be difficult for the referee But there's there's absolutely no doubt That, um, you know, he's he's trying to influence the referee He's a dive and he deserves to, he deserves to be booked And, uh, you know, these are the situations And, and to be honest, I don't really get why players do it Because you get VAR yeah. So therefore the, v, the VAR would then say to the referee You know, listen, that, that, that was a dive Is know? it just a real subconscious thing that, that players aren't really switched on to that with VAR yet If, if they are a player who, you know Tends to do that sometimes Their mindset won't have changed that quickly That they'll think Oh if I, if I don't go down well, here I, or think, I think they anticipate the tackle They think yeah. the tackle's going to come So they're almost like going down And they know that if the player does stick his leg out Even if they're falling They'll fall over the leg And make contact with the leg And therefore they'll get the free kick But in that particular occasion Ben Davis's foot was planted And um, uh, Leo Labada had, had, had went down so again no complaint and you can tell the player got up a bit sheepishly and um, you know understands it and as I say that as a, as a yellow card there's no doubt about it and Haxabanovic has now come on for Dyson Maeda yeah Dyson Maeda applauds the Celtic support as he makes his way off the pitch and Sead Haxabanovic will come on for uh, the final few minutes of the 90 Fashion Sakala also making way and Scott Wright coming on for Rangers of course he had a big involvement in the Scottish Cup final last season against Hearts he'll be hoping he can bag himself another hand in goal yeah I mean again he's, he's, he's listen when you come onto the stage of the game you've got nothing to lose your, your manager's told you listen go and be positive get yourself involved in the game you know play high up the pitch take a risk you, you, you'll almost allow the Celtic players to go back and 
you know, in, in the game you call it cheating, it's not really cheating, but what you're saying is you don't need to run back, you can stay up the pitch. Although it looks as if Todd Cantwell's been the one that's been moved to the right for Sakala, which surprises me a little bit because I think he's been very good um, getting on the ball, but uh, Scott Wright will now take the up that role, I'm presuming. Well, Rangers asleep there, Celtic take the ball off them in a dangerous area. Uh, the clock is ticking down a third goal and we really are, can go home but uh, apart from the hotline of course yeah Celtic uh, actually holding the ball in the corner at the moment there is still five minutes of the 90 to go you don't know if uh, you see Celtic doing that Andrew yeah no. it's not not quite uh, the Ange Postacoglu way he doesn't seem like the type of manager that would instruct his players to, mm. to hold the ball in the corner I think that's the type of thing so that mm. players maybe just decide to do themselves if they, they feel that they're maybe mm. under a slight bit of pressure Rangers have had the better spell yeah. um, for the a last lot of 20 the minutes half. there's no doubt since Rangers scored they've been the team on the front foot but again listen there's 5 minutes to go there's been what 9 subs is there 10 subs 10 subs now yeah I so, think so uh-huh. so therefore you would expect probably at least 4-5 minutes uh, injury time so there could still yeah. be 10 minutes in this yeah. game so and, uh, I don't think you can keep the ball I don't care who you are you can keep the ball in the corner flag for 10 minutes that's for sure <laughs> well, Alan McGregor I think Rangers went to take a free kick there and uh, the ball was a, a second the ball was thrown onto the pitch by uh, someone in the, the Celtic supporters Alan McGregor just returning it to gave, them with a bit it of back force. to them yeah uh, frantic stuff yeah Rangers looking to attack now it is going to be a, oh. a free kick to Celtic there Scott Wright can't quite it's believe a high foot play. I think he's uh, mm. he's calling for there Nick yeah, Walsh and Scott Wright's Boot was very close to the face of Leila Bada there. Yeah, it's a dangerous play. It's a high foot. I mean, again, listen, at this stage of the game, uh, players will, will question every decision the referee makes, but I don't think there's any doubt about that. That was a quite a comfortable decision for Nick Walsh to make. And so far, there's been nothing too contentious for the referee um, to be involved in, Hugh. No, no, we are, you know, as I said earlier, we, we have to understand here that we've had a slow start to the game. Then Celtic have built up two-goal lead. They did look comfortable. Now they look anything but comfortable. VAR has had no part to play in the match whatsoever. The bookings that the referee has handed out have been perfectly justified. And now we're in a frantic finish to this match. Yeah, Scott Wright trying to drive forward. They've had five Celtic players around them. Celtic defenders just working hard to make sure they don't give Rangers any space in the final few minutes. Celtic currently three minutes plus injury time away from winning oh. this but the ball drops oh. to Borna Barisic in the Shoot box him. it goes under his feet and he'll now try well could have looked to cross it in he goes backwards now and Rangers still trying to threaten in these final few moments Borna Barisic with the ball on the left the reverse pass to Scott Wright who is being harried by a couple of Celtic players and Leela Bada does well to not only take the ball away from Scott Wright but actually win the throw in as well yeah I think I'm not sure if uh, you know what happened with, with both Rangers players there but they're both la- just lapses of concentration uh, uh, neither of them anticipated where the ball was going Kolach in the first one it was I wonder whether legs. he may have been offside if that had gone back uh, it looked as if because the ball came off uh, Raskin and went to Cholak yeah, who yeah, looked beyond the Celtic he, defence I don't think he was aware of that yeah, and, the uh-huh. ball was yeah. and then it comes to Badge and he lets it roll under his foot mm-hmm. and two fantastic chances at this stage of the game um if either of them, you know, t- take control of the ball, there they've got a, they've got a shot at goal. So, yeah, I mean, very poor from from both of those players. But uh, you know, Rangers definitely, you know, have got a new lease of life. There's what no doubt a ball that. that is yeah, for a chance for Celtic to potentially put this game to bed. Sead Haksabanovic cuts inside, 
And goes one way Then the other He's looking to get the shot away It's saved by Alan McGregor And the second attempt Is blocked And Celtic will get a corner A real opportunity For Celtic To put the game beyond all doubt there It was a wonderful pass In the build up From Alistair Johnston To find Sead Haxabanovic He had men in support as well Decided to go himself And Ends up winning a corner well, the Celtic would certainly rather be up that end of the park than anywhere else at this moment. Uh, they may go into that corner, Jim, and try and stay there for a while. Yeah, again, I think they'll have to stay in there for about seven minutes, and that would be my estimation. But uh, I think they'll still take it short. Yeah, listen, it was, it was really... I mean, this means they've got to gamble, so there's always a chance that Celtic could capitalise on the counter-attack, and Haksabanovic does really, really well. Uh, Conor Goldson's want to show him wide, which is the right thing to do. He's a good strike, and Alan McGregor gets his angle spot on, saves it with his legs, as goalkeepers do, do these days on a number of occasions. And then, um, you know, Goldson does really well on the rebound, gives it away for a corner but Celtic don't make the most of it I think sometimes you're better just playing your normal game at time uh, uh, you know and just going and playing the corner but they've given it away and Rangers are back up the pitch although Celtic managed to retrieve it Yeah we'll find out how much injury time there is in a few seconds I'm not sure the Celtic supporters can love Ange Postacoglu more than they already do but what would winning this trophy do do for him do for the club I mean I think for him again it just um, you know <laughs> reinforces um, you know his his um, reputation and amongst the Celtic fans, you know that not not only uh, are his team title winners as they are at the moment, you know they're in charge of a title, but the fact is that they can come to these intense matches with there is the tension in the match, the importance of the match, and get over the line and, and come away with the trophy. So silverware is we know for both of these clubs is demanded by the fans. Uh, and, and I think when the, you know fans Postacoglu manages to get to see it, interesting to see what the, the injury time is. If manages to get over the line here, then again it just is, cements his reputation even more with the fans. Yeah, I think there was a couple of bookings in there from Nick Walsh. Certainly, one of them was for four minutes Ryan added. Kidd, four on. minutes added at the National Stadium. We are already thirty seconds into that. That, of course, is a minimum as well. There is going to be some more bookings for Nick Walsh here. This it all seemed a bit unnecessary. It was a sliding challenge from. Ryan Kent on Iwata I think Ryan Kent was initially booked for that there was sort of words a few pushes exchanged between players Alistair Johnston has been booked I think Bonabarisic was maybe booked in all that yeah. as well and I think there was another booking as well so uh, Nick Walsh certainly uh, getting some good use out of his yellow card in the final stages <laughs> as always unable yeah. to keep that ball in play it was an awkward one for him anyway to, to, yeah. from O'Reilly that didn't give him much of a chance it was a rugby pass he yeah, was into touch yeah. getting near the corner flag and getting up the pitch which is not the worst thing you can do as a player at that stage of the game where you just uh, chip it into the corner flag and then try and press the game and Rangers obviously naturally frustrated Ryan Jack giving away a needless free kick so uh, I think is it a throw-in he's given? I think it's a free kick and Callum McGregor getting a bit of a knock. But you know they're just Celtic just try to take the sting out of the game now and, and just being you know try to game uh, manage the game. They call it game management and that's exactly what they're trying to do. Try and run the clock down. Try and take the uh, not the stuff in the Rangers and Rangers have to get the ball back. Celtic don't have to do it. It's the first time you'll ever see an Ange Postecoglou team yeah. actually running the clock down. Yeah, it's certainly not typical Celtic but they'll be more than happy for this game to be stop-start for the final few minutes of injury time Callum McGregor is down getting treatment at the moment Ange Postacoglu just looking relatively calm on the touchline Relatively uh, As calm as you can be, I think, in a, a situation like this Underneath that warm jacket, I think his heart will be <laughs> pumping yeah. <laughs> yeah, Callum McGregor looks as if he will be okay He's going to come back on 
And I think Celtic have used all their substitutes So they wouldn't have been able to bring anyone on anyway Right, up the park go Rangers They're over into the Celtic half uh, And this is the, uh, the bugles are blowing The sirens are wailing now yeah, Ryan Kent driving at Alistair Johnson A really good sliding challenge from Johnston And that goes out for a throw into Rangers Ryan Jack retrieving it quickly Throwing it into Borna Barisic We certainly will go beyond 94 minutes because there has been a couple of stoppages since we went into injury time there is around one minute left but you'd expect there would be at least another one on top of that as the ball bounces through to Alan McGregor who chests it down and just has to go long all sorts of non-Ange Postacoglu things going on now players are hoofing it up the park never mind playing it to each other yeah the importance of the occasion it doesn't matter the style of football now it's all about getting over the line they've got a minute to go Celtic you know to try and make sure that they hold on to this uh, 2-1 advantage and Rangers you know have to show a little bit of composure difficult at this stage of the match but Celtic have nicked the ball and could capitalise yeah they could get a goal themselves here because Sead Haxabanovic is running at Conor Goldson he actually Checks back Celtic will play on A huge chance here To put the game to bed And Alan McGregor Makes the save From Matt O'Reilly And there is a booking For, for Todd Cantwell And all that as well He, he committed a foul On the edge that. of the box Nick Walsh Yeah did well Let the play continue And Celtic At one point You, you thought They would have been Odds on to score Because it really opened up For them They had options O'Reilly and Abada it was O'Reilly but the shot weak, just didn't have enough in it, it yeah. he's trying to give the goalkeeper the eyes here normally in a left footed player you just you, you curl it to the far post but he's tried to give Alan McGregor the eyes and just to get it in the near post and McGregor's read it with an outstanding save but from Celtic's point of view it's perfect position they've got a corner now they can run the clock down Andrew <laughs> yeah they will do that they'll hold the ball in the corner you can see the Celtic fans behind the goal already celebrating they feel as if this one is in the bag. 94 minutes and 20 seconds on the clock. We'll see how long it runs after a couple of stoppages in injury time. Callum McGregor was down. Will Rangers have time to try and create an opportunity? Antonio Cholak, who hasn't really had the desired effect coming off the bench so far. Cholak, he's not seen much of the ball as the ball goes out for a throw-in to Celtic. Alistair Johnson actually sliding in celebration there, I think. And... The supporters in the Rangers end have actually already started to to head out. Yeah, yeah, it looks that way. Um, but they show it over until the overweight lady sings. Uh, so they, they must keep going Celtic uh, and try and get up into the Alan McGregor area of the ground. Remember, we will have the open line after this as well. 01419511025 to get your thoughts. And could Celtic finish this off here? Sead Haxabanovic one-on-one with Alan McGregor and drags that shot wide. Celtic have had chances to get a third in this game. They haven't done it. And Rangers now desperately trying to get the ball up the park. But Conor Goldson just kicking it straight back to Celtic. And you've got to think that this one will be over in a matter of seconds. What a chance that was. Yeah, it's almost 96 minutes now, so I'm not quite sure where Nick Walter... The other two minutes were on my notes, a minimum of four, but anyway, it looks as if it's all over now. I think Celtic will just throw the ball in the corner and Nick Walsh will blow the whistle. You can see the anticipation from the Celtic fans, the Celtic players that are on the bench. They're just waiting for Nick Walsh to blow that full-time whistle. And it will be seconds away from Celtic winning the League Cup. 
Ange Postacoglu certainly thinks it's over and it is over Celtic have won the League Cup let's go back to Hamden with Gordon Duncan and the rest of the team Still time Rangers 1 Celtic 2 for the 7th season in the last 9 it will be green and white ribbons on the Scottish League Cup trophy 22 trophies in 11 years reads the banner behind the goal in the Celtic end and my goodness the Celtic fans enjoyed that one yes it got nervy in the second half but in truth a double from Kyogo set them on their way to yet another piece of silverware and Postacoglu punches the air in delight and what a League Cup final we've just seen Mark Wilson oh it was sensational I was a bit drab in the first half came to life just at the tail end there but what a second half we've just witnessed there came to life when Kyogo put Celtic 2 up and I think most days at that point thought that that would be that but to be fair to Rangers they rallied and they took the game to Celtic Celtic took their foot off the pedal Rangers got back in it with Morelos and Stones and then had control of the game for a, a long period in that second half but then when it boiled down to the end Celtic could have scored and a number of occasions just to make it a wee bit more comfortable but for me deserved winners today Celtic yeah, congratulations first and foremost to Ange Postacoglu and Celtic for a, you know, a terrific win. Um, they had to battle all the way for it, Gordon. Credit to Rangers. It wasn't the greatest first half. Goals change games. Kyogo gets it just before half time. You're thinking, if Celtic get another one, then it's easy street. They'll go on and lift the cup. But all credit, once Kyogo got the second one, Rangers showed that character Michael Bale was looking for. Get back in the game, 2-1. But... And the overall play, I think, deserved Celtic to be champions. Yeah, Mark Wilson, Rangers did enough to rock Celtic. They did enough to make it a cup final. You then look even at the end, Celtic could have scored a third or a fourth. Such was the nature of the, the open end to it. And I don't think over the 90 minutes there would be too many complaints from the Rangers fans, would there? No, I don't think so. I, I, I thought Celtic, once they got their noses in front, looked a stronger side, obviously. But that saying goal really kick-started Rangers into life and I think the Rangers fans to part in the stadium at the minute will think well why did it take to two goals down to get our, our game kick-started why did it take that long to then change the full midfield and at that time Celtic did look a bit shaky and it's funny how that second goal affected both teams but to be fair they, they stood strong they saw it out and then they picked Rangers off at times in the second half and like I say they could have made it more comfortable in the end Kyogo is the man that takes the acclaim of the Celtic fans over on the far side Gordon DL, he scores a double to win the League Cup last season he scores a double to win the League Cup this season he's the top scorer in the Scottish Premiership as Celtic close in on that, not a bad signing Yeah, when you're a striker Gordon especially at a club like the size of Celtic and Rangers, it's all about scoring goals, that's when you become a hero you know, you've got two guys sitting in front of us, McCoyce and Sutton. They were the same. The bang, the fans remember it. They loved it. Kyogo has been sensational. Now, there's times when you look at him and you think he's not been involved in the game. His movement off the ball, we're here at Hamden witnessing it. And you've got a great view from up here. Some of his movement is absolutely brilliant. He's always got to cause problems. He always gets into the right places and he get two very good goals today. And I've got to say, the first one, Aaron Moy set up. Second one, Moy was involved with Atati. But it's all about, as a striker, putting yourself in the right place and putting a ball in the back of it. Well, we always say it's one of the biggest rivals, rivalries, if not the biggest rivalry in world football. And you know what that means. One side of the city goes home happy. 
and the other far from it, the Rangers end is pretty much empty, the Celtic fan, not a spare seat to be had as the players go over and get their congratulations from the fans that turned out at Hamden this afternoon. Michael Beale has his Rangers players on the pitch, some last minute words from him as they wait to go up and collect their runners-up medals. These Celtic fans though, they'll party long into the night I'm sure and the trophy presentation at Hamden is coming up next. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Yes, Celtic are about to get their hands on that League Cup trophy here at the National Stadium. There's a famous football saying in this part of the world that second in this city is nothing. And that's been reflected by the scenes here at Hamden. The Rangers end now completely empty. The Rangers players went up to collect their runners up medals, which I'm not sure you're able to cherish too much when it comes on a day like this. The Celtic players wait, even experienced campaigners, players that have won things elsewhere, like Joe Hart, you can see what it's been meaning to him. He's been going round and uh, roaring regularly towards the Celtic fans. They've enjoyed his reaction. The what's now become regular Kyogo dance after Celtic victories has an extra spring in its step this afternoon. And that noise you hear is because Celtic captain Callum McGregor is about to climb these famous old steps like many Celtic captains have done before him and get his hands on his third piece of silverware as the Celtic captain. I'm sure this one will mean just as much as the others. Many people pointing out in the run-up to this one the equivalent records between the sides, both in similar form. Is this a chance for Rangers to show that they can match Celtic's dominance? Well, not yet, not today. That's what we've seen on the evidence of this Callum McGregor urging his teammates to join him the man really who played a bigger part than any in this afternoon Kyogo gets his medal two goals for the second successive League Cup final not a bad, bad record at all Alistair Johnson gets his first medal as a Celtic player he'll hope it's the first of many Carl Starfelt many people discussing this week could he potentially give Rangers an opening well up until about the 70th minute mark, he was arguably one of Celtic's most solid performers. Cameron Carter-Vickers, Matt O'Reilly off the bench. Hugh Keevans always talks about how this is a squad game. He was joined on the field by the likes of Haksabanovic and O oh, and Iwata as Celtic saw this one through to the end. And they are about to enjoy their moment. It's about to be silverware number 17 for Callum McGregor. Quite the CV. And you just wonder if these ones mean that extra bit more, given that he is now the man that gets to lift it first. He's the Celtic captain. He just builds up that last layer of suspense. The Celtic fans can't wait to see it. And he is poised and ready. I'm a bit worried about these pyrotechnics and the effect they'll have on Gordon Biel, but we'll look after him. At least Hugh Evans is in the warmth of the Clyde One Super Scoreboard studio. But here he goes, Callum McGregor lofts that League Cup trophy in the air, the 17th time he's won silverware as a Celtic player, the third the Celtic captain, and continues Celtic's period of relative domestic dominance. And you can see what it means to everyone, Mark Wilson, you've experienced this as a fan, you've experienced it as a player, and I'm going to take a guess that the feeling doesn't wear off. No, certainly not, I mean, I'm here and I'm <laughs> I'm feeling like I'm missing out because I love being down there. But what you've got to say is the connection with this team to the fans is something extraordinary now. That's, I think that came from the manager being appointed and how do you feel about him. But it's individuals. You saw them there doing a lap honour before the trophy was presented in the atmosphere. And they're just about to embark on another. But 
What a terrific feeling for those players. The ones that have been a success last year, but some who are getting a first taste of success in silverware at Celtic. When they sign for this club, they know that they have to deliver. And at the first time asking for some of them, they've joined a winning team with a winning mentality who, even when things aren't going their way, like that second half there, they still find a way to win, and that's the most impressive thing about this side. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many trophies, how many medals you win, the next one has such a special feeling, and Callum McGregor will know that. Obviously, there are other players there, their first taste of silverware, but... I just think it's the greatest feel in the world, Gordon. Any player that's been in this position, I'll tell you, to go up onto that podium with your teammates, knowing that you achieved a great bit of success and lift that trophy and go and celebrate it. Mark's right. The relationship between Postacoglu, his players and these fans just now are absolutely incredible and they'll certainly enjoy their night. And now it's over to you. What did you make of that, Celtic fans? How happy are you to see the green and white ribbons on that League Cup trophy? Give us a call, 01419511025. Of course, Rangers fans, what did you make of it? Where did it go wrong for you today? Where did you fall short? Because it takes two to tango on days like this. But I'm sure we're going to hear, first of all, from Celtic fans who are absolutely delighted at what they've witnessed in Hugh Evans to bring you in from the studio to draw on your experience of this fixture, of this competition, of this team. I wonder if Mark and Gordon are onto something. You can leave the debate about where this team ranks and where Ange Postacoglu ranks because that story's not finished yet. But I can't imagine there's been any greater connection between fan, team and manager as this Celtic club have got right now. Ange Postacoglu came into a club, Gordon, that was in crisis. They had not only suffered the, the loss of 10 in a row, they had imploded in that season. Then there was the resignation of the newly designated uh, uh, chief executive. And all over the place, Celtic looked to be struggling. And in his first six games, Ange Postacoglu lost three of them. But... Those six games were as long as it took for him to work out Scottish football. He has been utterly dominant since game seven. And the importance of today, point number one, Celtic retain the trophy. Point number two, Celtic inflict the first defeat of the Michael Beale Michael era at Rangers because he had come in and the only points he dropped in the league were against Celtic in the 2-2 draw at Ibrox. But now the Celtic fans will say to their counterparts on the south side of the city, well, the Michael Beale revolution did not start at Hamden as you thought it would. Kyogo will obviously go down man of the match because of two goals in a final for the second year running, Gordon. But for me, Cameron Carter-Vickers was absolutely outstanding. A terrific block in the first half to prevent a Rangers goal and then solid and secure in everything that he did. This is a trophy win for a Greek-Australian manager, a Japanese who scored the two goals that won the cup and, by football standards, an American who was the dominant player at the back for Celtic. A cosmopolitan achievement, Gordon. Jim Duffy, how do you sum this one up again? You've seen this site many mm-hmm. times, but what does this one mean? Yeah, I think from Celtic's point of view, I think they deserve to win it. I think that for 70 minutes, they were the absolutely dominant team. 
Rangers scored that goal and then made the substitutions and then they had a real goal all credit to them in the final 20 minutes and they put Celtic under pressure although what Mark was saying then you know it's the ideal situation for Celtic because you know that Rangers have to risk leave space in behind and Celtic should have capitalised with two un unbelievable chances um, to score um, to, to put the game to bed but, but you need different qualities to win trophies and Celtic showed all of their qualities they wasn't a, a classic football match for most of the first half second half opened up more but they were resilient they were dominant and I agree 100% with you I thought Carter Vickers was immense defensively is exactly what you want he's almost old school defender but he is good with the ball as well but uh, overall yeah yeah. listen it just keeps um, you know reinforcing how um, what a significant signing Ange Postacoglu has been for Celtic you know no one had ever heard of him uh, Gordon before he came to Celtic you know there was a lot of doubters you know people were kind of the, the, the jury was out but he has absolutely been uh, a magnificent manager the, the style of football but more importantly winning football winning trophies time after time and this is another one to add to his uh, very very impressive CV I mean still Mark Wilson I think this is now the second lap of honour that Celtic have gone on this time with the trophy and we speak about that relationship that bond and the guys are picking you know like a man of the match for instance but when you look through that whole team I'll try and do it quite quickly but at a time when Celtic are all over the place in goal they bring in Joe Hart who brings a bit of stability lots of experience you see what today makes of him they've got a very popular right back who moves on in January but all of a sudden they find another in Alistair Johnson who wins his first piece of silver where the guys have covered Carter Vickers Greg Taylor's one of the most improved players in Scottish football in recent seasons I've discussed Callum McGregor's trophy haul you've got Kyogo's goals you've got the flair I'm clearly not going to run through every single member <laughs> but there is a, there's a reason that the depth of feeling from the Celtic fans to this squad of players runs so deep it's because there's so many of them that contribute in a positive way well that's the thing Hans Postacol if you touch that there he came into the club where the club was at, at the lowest it's been for a long time the disconnect between the club and the fans was, was pretty significant and he built from the bottom up but he realised that he had some gems in his squad but he really had to build a squad strong enough to compete in all fronts. Now, that's, that sounds easy to us, but it's incredibly hard to do because you need to get your recruitment right. Now, it's not just Hans Postacoglu. He's obviously got a team behind him that's helped him in that respect, but he's got it spot on more, you know, more often than not. So, it's an incredible, what is it, 18 months or so? He's been here maybe a wee bit longer. What he's built, what he's got in reserve, and what's to come really for the future trophy after trophy got the first one the league looks like it's a certainty and he'll be looking to add that Scottish Cup also in Gordondale this competition in particular has been very special for Celtic it often can become the first part in a treble there's a bit of distance to go before we find out if that's the case but seven times out of the last nine seasons they've come here we know the way Scottish football works we know Celtic have the biggest budget we, we know that, that they should win lots of silverware but to do it with that level of consistency is, is very hard to find fault in that level of achievement yeah and just and also Gordon they weren't at the Spartan best today I highlighted it 31 minutes before they get the first corner kick they get the goal just on half time they know as much as they take the plaudits for the style of football they know how to win football games and that's an absolute crafty, the manager, the way he sets everything out, his substitution. He takes a goal, 
a guy that scored two goals off a cup final to today and still makes the substitutions that make an impact. He's been absolutely terrific for this club, there's no doubt about it. Don't forget, you can get in touch, 0141951125. Uh, give us your thoughts. You can tweet us as well, at Clyde SSB. So please do get in touch. Yes, it's a bit of a disrupted open line. We've had the trophy presentation, which has taken up a fair bit of time. We're going to hear from the managers, I hope. Gabriel gets the chance to speak to them. I'd imagine he will get the chance to speak to Michael Beale certainly very soon. And Ange Postacoglu should follow in the not-too-distant future. So the open line is here, 01419511025. And we'll get your thoughts on today's League Cup final after these. Games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. The dust is finally starting to settle at Hamden after yet another blockbuster meeting between Rangers and Celtic, another blockbuster cup final, and another one that ends with green and white ribbons on that trophy. I can't promise the dust will settle in households and pubs across Glasgow and the West for quite some time yet but the Celtic fans are finally starting to make their way out of the National Stadium. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here, Jim Duffy and Hugh Keevans in the studio, and we'd like to welcome you onto the show. So come on, 01419511025, and let us know what you made of it. Let's kick things off with Alec, who's a Celtic fan. Sum up your feelings tonight, Alec. No, Alec is not there, in fact. Let's go to Barry. Barry, sum up your feelings tonight. How you doing, Pan? All right? Good, thank you. Um, basically, is, is Mark there? Yes, oh, everyone's listening, Barry. How you, how you doing, Mark? I'm Michael McGlinchey's pal. I used to be the ball boys and that. I'll be back today when <laughs> Michael was playing for Celtic. Oh, you'll get a good look at Mark Wilson if you're in charge of the ball boys. He, he used to operate <laughs> He used to operate the um, same bit of the stadium. <laughs> I, what, what I can remember is it was um, me and um, Scott Cuthbertson and uh, Aidan McGibbon. I remember Mark used to do these programmes and, and get the pies in a half time that for us. <laughs> that sounds a bit Barry listen as much as I admire your trip down memory lane how do you feel after today well basically that, that's what I'm, I'm going up for um, basically it was an, an all over a beautiful game it was a game of a game of beautifulness and Celtic were continental when they could have been instrumental with the Eurythmics of Ange Postecoglou's tactics but all in all I feel as if Celtic gave what they could have done on the, on the day where if you turn up or you don't turn up, then you're cabbaged. Quite the philosophical take <laughs> there from, um, from Barry. Um, I mean, Gordon and Mark, it's, well, I think when you're here, we spend lots of Saturdays in the, in the studio, obviously. When you're here, you get, you feel the momentum. It mm. whacks you in the face, Mark Wilson. Mm. And it's incredible how goals can change games. Celtic, at the, at the moment they go two up, just before and just after... It, it, it could have it could have turned into a really really stylish afternoon for Celtic. Then Rangers get their goal and everything changes and it becomes a bit nervy. And then Celtic ride out and gone to win. So even within the 90 minutes, you wouldn't grudge Celtic the win, but there's still that roller coaster and, yeah. and Barry feels that Celtic turned up. Well, they did to the, to the most extent, but you're right, Gordon. When Celtic went two up, I think most is in this stadium and including the Rangers fans. We were quiet, obviously, at that point. Just thought, well, that's it. Celtic have got enough quality to probably go on and nick a third. But they just took their foot off the gas a wee bit. And you've seen Rangers gaining more territory, and that was a big thing. Now, any team, any team in the world, when you start creeping back towards your own goal and you let the opposition 
throw balls into your box, you always run the risk of losing something, and you could just see it coming, that Rangers were getting more and more chances, Kent hits the post, and then they get the free kick, and you thought, oh, Celtic just need to be careful, when they score, then you could see Rangers, the belief coming into them, Celtic, I wouldn't say they wobbled, but they weren't at their sparkling best, they were giving the ball away cheaply, and that was Rangers' best chance of getting in the game, but as the game wore on, obviously, the substitutions that Hans Postecoglou can bring on then stretch the game again. Especially, Gordon, again, if you take it in, in sort of segments, Rangers spell, Rangers appear to wake up, if you want to call it that, you know, around, what was it, around the, the 60, 70th mm-hmm. minute mark, which now we know is just too late. You know, it feels very dramatic in the stadium, and you, they, in the, the end, over my left shoulder, the Rangers fans might think that, we've got a real chance here but in the end we now know that it was too little too late what impressed me about Celtic today I didn't didn't think they were their attacking best Gordon but uh, go back to that goals change games Uh, 2-0 we think it's comfortable 2-1 all of a sudden Rangers get that lift and they make the substitutions and they get the grip of the game for the next 10 now Celtic as much as you talk about midfield to front and how dynamic they are and the way they go about and score goals they had to go and do the ugly side of the game for 10 minutes to get everything settled down the guys highlighted that Hugh and Jim in the studio about Carter Vickers I thought he was brilliant I thought Starfelt worked brilliantly with yeah. them they too had to defend, defend today for that 10 or 12 15 minutes just to settle everything down and they achieved that and then Celtic just gradually again we know how good they are got a grip of the games Rangers were throwing bodies forward they had to take the, the chance and Celtic were picking them off and probably should have scored an Argo and again Mark up until that point where momentum shifted it all got a bit nervy for Celtic the control that someone like Rio Hitati brings to the oh. team. I know you were waxing lyrical about him during the match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just seeing it in the in the flesh and from the vantage point we've got. I mean, the the guy's quality is unbelievable because when it was scrappy in that first half, he was the one that looked head and shoulders for me above the rest. He was always looking to play the forward pass. There was one that we were chatting about where he. He's running, you know, back to Carter Vickers. He plays it in, and he whips it round the corner and he's front man. Now, technically, that was outstanding. And I was quite surprised that Postacoglu took him off. I thought he was head and shoulders above any midfielder on the part. I thought McGregor did a good job, but Hatati, so important once again for Celtic. But the problem, um, I'll go back to it, Mark, is the belief that Ange Postacoglu has in his players. He takes off a guy that scores two, and Hatati, who is probably... Terrific in the middle of part, energy setting up the second goal. But he's got such belief in what's coming on for the bench as well. And that's what makes him so strong. Yeah, look, Jim Duffy, this is not a new point I'm about to raise, but it, it keeps rearing its head when you've got those when you've got those options and it, it doesn't weaken you at all. You would even go beyond the guys that came on and, and look, you know, loads of loads of Celtic players on the bench that, that could still have contributed. So it's that, that squad game that we mentioned prior to it. Yeah, that's what I said at the very start, um, Gordon, before a ball's kicked, you know, people going about, a, you know, a starting 11, but I think, as I said, it's, it's something that's getting less and less uh, important in, in, in the top level football because the squads are so strong. And, you know, you, we saw um, Celtic in the latter stages of the match, as the guy said, both Haxabanovic and O'Reilly had fantastic chances to score. And without Celtic being brilliant, they still created at least half a dozen chances 
in a cup final derby match. You know, it's, it's incredible. You know, so you know, and, and obviously Kyogo manages to get the the goals, and he's he's he's, he's going to be, um, he's getting the acc- accolades, which is is rightfully so. Uh, and, and Rangers, to be fair as well, you know, their substitutions did make a difference, but they come on at a pivotal moment when they just scored. So I think you know they they, they threw everything at Celtic, but um, overall, over the, the the balance of play over the game, Celtic were the better team, deserved to win, uh, and, and I don't think too many people could argue with that. Let's bring in Henry, who's a Celtic fan on the line. Henry, how would you sum up your feelings after that? I'm really down the dumps. Sorry? Because I'm really down the dumps. <laughs> Why? No, I'm only kidding. Uh, I actually thought Celtic were actually fun. Uh, for about 60 minutes, the day I thought were fantastic. I thought when uh, Rangers scored their goal, we panicked a wee bit. But... Uh, I, uh, after the after over the night, I thought we were a far better team. And on the panel, people and whoever phones, I keep on saying that Rangers are getting closer to us. I don't see it because we're nine points clear. That's us won the first trophy of the year. And I think Michael Beale has got a wee bit of credit for. He's, he's not done nothing yet. He hasn't done anything yet. Uh, we're nine points. We're going. Further, uh, further with the goals we've won the first trophy and I don't see why people keep on praising this man he's done okay to me the teams he's played is the teams he should have beaten so I, I don't see why people keep on saying this about this man yeah I mean Hugh Keevans like I guess this comes from a place where Celtic weren't beating those teams before and now they've yeah. started beating them and they've matched Celtic's points tally that's where the praise comes from however tonight I don't think you would grudge Henry or any of the other Celtic fans their moment to come on and and, and, and mention that this was a, an important game in terms of psychology and markers and proving your dominance all that sort of stuff it's a blow for Michael Beale without question and the other Concern for him Once he gets over the blow Is that Celtic didn't play well At Ibrox for 90 minutes But got a draw That many people believe Cemented Their league title win Because it maintained The 9 point gap Celtic didn't play well For 96 minutes today But still beat Rangers To win the cup Therefore Those who would rush to say Michael Beale is in Therefore The balance of power will shift Have been given cause to think again Because Even when playing Well below their best at times Celtic have Got the draw at Ibrox Got the win at Hamden And Ange Postacoglu Remains the dominant figure In the city of Glasgow yeah, I understand what you're saying, but I've got to say about Michael Beale. Um, you know, I look at that, I think he'll be honest enough to say, yeah, there's still a gap. Of course there, I think everybody recognises that. The difference for me, Gordon, I highlighted it before the game. Ange Postacoglu probably, you take McGregor out the, the, the squad, he had most of his signings out there today, on the bench as well. Michael Beale signed two players since he came into the club. It's a rebuilding job. He needs a bit of time. This was a wee opportunity today to try and get some silverware. Celtic were too good for him. Michael Beale will recognise that. He's not a silly man. I said, wait to the summer. Let him get some, you know, the transfer window home. Revamp the team. Re- get some players out the door. Get new fresh faces in. Then, next year, he's hoping to go and try and 
narrow that gap because they certainly are a gap between Celtic and Rangers just now. Nobody's kidding herself on with that. And to be fair, Mark Wilson, not only will Michael Beale recognise it now, he said it earlier in the week, he said that win or lose, come Monday morning, we know we've still got improvements to make. Yeah. These things are going to hurt. You, you want to win cup finals rather than lose them, as I go on stating the obvious. Yeah. But it, it, at least it will confirm to him and his employers and anyone else that there is still work to be done. Of course there is. He was pretty open about that um, at the start of the week and he'll realise it on today's performance. But well, I'm the I'm the one that thinks that this was a free hit, like Dad said today for Michael Beale as well. I mean, he's been here for three months now. A telling, a telling thing was his two signings. He didn't play his two signings today. Mark, by saying a free hit, let me clarify something. I'm saying... Even if he lost today, which he did, he's not going to come under pressure. No, That's what I, I was trying. The point I, I was that. trying to go over. Yes, I totally understand. When you're playing for, if, if you're a manager, Rangers or Celtic, you have got to win trophies. You've got to win these games. That's what the fans deserve. But I think that, that Michael Bale deserves a bit of mm. chance to do what Poster Colgrew done. Get the transfer. I'm not going to say he's going to be successful, but at least give him the opportunity to get the transfer window. Henry, how do you feel about Ange Postecoglou tonight? Keep it clean. I'm trying to think. I, I, I just think the man's really done well in the 18 months of thing. But today, like, it's, it's a cup final where Celtic really did need to win it. I'm glad they did win it, but Rangers really had to win it today to put a wee point across to everybody. But they didn't seem to do it, and that's going to be a lot. That's going to hurt a lot of Rangers fans tonight. That that that's the thing they're going to because everybody's bummed them up. Everybody in the media, papers, etc., bummed up to do this, and. They had a chance today. In the 20 minutes, maybe in the second half, they could have hammered, they could have punished Celtic, but they didn't. And so there, are a lot of, there will be a lot of disappointed Rangers fans out there like saying this, that, and the next thing. I mean, was it last week he, he gave up the league? They're saying we're nine, uh, they're nine points behind Celtic, so the league really finished. So right now, Rangers really only could win. I know nine points as they... It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a big gap it's not a great gap if Celtic lose two games Rangers could still win it but the only thing the Rangers have got to look forward to now is the, is the Scottish Cup is that, yeah, is that good enough? We'll have to find out won't we in, in due course in the coming months um, Frange Postacoglu Jim Duffy it, it clearly got tense we are a, we're slightly to the right of the halfway line if anyone cares so we're, we're slightly closer uh, to the Celtic fans and, and there was there was undeniably a nervousness um, when Alfredo Morelos got that goal and Rangers started to pour body fo- bodies forward you just always get the feeling that Ange Postacoglu is probably the least worried out of everyone <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think when you've got complete faith in your philosophy and your style of play and, and your players, then you are relaxed. And, and, and he, he, I mean, he gives that persona. And I think a manager has to give that persona at that stage of the match. If he looks nervous, he's going to transmit to the fans and the players. So he has to stay calm and stay focused. And as the guy said, you know, he makes big calls with the substitutions. You're taking off, taking off your striker who scored two goals. You're taking off your mid, one of your midfield players who's been one of the best players in the pitch. But you know he does it because he's got complete faith in the in the players he brings on, and and I think again that sends a positive message to the supporters and the players, and and, and that's another part of the management. You know it's not all about shifting players around. It's it's, it's about you know how you promote yourself in in, in these um, tense moments when everyone else is a bag of nerves, the manager's not. And, and I think as I said, there was a little spell 
um, for ten minutes where one Carter Vickers came in and he, uh, no sorry Carter Vickers Starfield and he and he miss he miscued it and then he tried a little dink out and then Celtic tried to keep the ball in the, the corner flag it was only eighty five minutes and you think yourself that's quite unusual but then they went back to playing if you want to call it their, their normal style um, you know Rangers had the the, the, the free kick and uh, Tavernier hits uh, Carter Vickers in the wall and stuff like that and there was a couple of uh, moments where one went under Kolac's feet and then under uh, Barajic's uh, foot but overall they, they never tested Joe Hart I can't remember Joe Hart really having a save to make in, in, in the 96 minutes and, and I wonder Jim if this because this is this is what happens on days like this you go from the the micro points about this pass and this finish mm-hmm. and this goal and then it sort of feeds into a bigger discussion about gaps and markers and mm-hmm. how much work still to be done and it's funny because we're just seeing replays um, of, of the two Celtic goals and they are the embodiment of what Ange Postecoglou yeah. is trying to do to the Celtic team and I guess on the other hand then that stuff is not quite there for Michael Beale yet because he's not had as many windows he's not had a pre-season will he ever get there only time can answer but Celtic Celtic are settled in what they're doing at the moment aren't they yeah but it's, I mean he's been there longer as possible his recruitment and the style that he wants to play and Rangers have got to back uh, Michael Beale win uh, you know in, in the summer with the style he wants to play I think that Rangers need more options in, in that front area because their key players I feel like Ryan Kent again underperformed in the big stage I don't think Sakala did well And but if you looked at Rangers Benz those are areas really that, that he would struggle to change to make a significant difference so I think he needs to get those players with a Celtic as you see Haxabana coming on and the Riley coming on and you know as you say they've got so many other players on the pitch Abada you know they, 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 if those well, if you want to call it starting players are not at their creative best then Celtic have every bit as good an option slightly different styles of play to come on whereas Rangers don't so Michael Beale has to address that in the summer if he does want to try and close the gap but uh, Ange Ponsacoglu has had that um, you know that I think his, his first few signings have been so important and um, you know that's given the, the Celtic board the complete faith in him that his recruitment and the players he wants to bring in will make um, Celtic even stronger and that's that's been the case and I have to say watching Ange Postacoglu he went over to join the TV companies to do his post-match discussion and because I know the context I get what the joke probably was I think Ali McCoyst would have been talking about giving him a piggyback to Leeds or wherever else because he's made those comments uh, but let me tell you watching Ange Postacoglu climbing onto Ali McCoyst's back out of context um, it, it was quite something for us up here I thought, we were, about, strange, I thought we were about to get a first in well, Scottish football but it is a family show I'll, Hugh Keeps I'll say this to you Gordon Ange Postacoglu is now at Henrik Larsson's level There are people Michael Beale among them Who would gladly drive him to Glasgow Airport Just to see the back of him now Because in Ange The Celtic supporters trust In Michael The trust today Diminished ever so slightly for the Rangers fans Let's bring in Paul who's a Celtic fan How good does today feel Paul? Oh hi, how are you doing afternoon everybody? It feels it feels good, it feels good, but don't get me wrong, it was a bit uh, squeaky bum at terms at times. But what I must say is uh, I think the Rangers players and the coach and the management on the Celtic team talked for them all through the week. I never heard much from the Celtic players, but I heard plenty from the Rangers camp, which I think is kind of backfired on them. I really don't think that affects players uh, I'm quite happy to believe That Kyogo, Hatati, Maeda, Jota Have no idea What fashion Sakala called Celtic 
uh, I don't think it impacts on them They play their football Which is the Postacoglu mantra Celtic play their football And if they play their football Ange Postacoglu believes that's enough What Fashion Takala said Or others said About being better than Celtic Or referring to Celtic by uh, A derogatory term That's for fans That doesn't affect players it's not really for fans when they're commenting in the paper and the media uh, spouting it. But what I will say that I, what that I buy, but is how good was CCV today? The guy well, outstanding. I think he actually I, saved the game for Celtic today. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I mentioned that. Uh, Jim Duffy backed me up, and the guys at Hamden are underlining it. Cameron Carter Vickers, in everything that he did. Was an outstanding defender Whether it was blocking a chance to score Or just being ultra reliable At the centre of the defence When Celtic had lost their way in the game I know Kyogo gets all the headlines Because goal scorers who win cup finals Always do and will forever But Cameron Carter Vickers for me Was the best man on the park for Celtic it's a headline for me I thought Hattati was outstanding And I can't I can't call the man of the match Between Hattati And CCV Two of them for me Were just standouts From the both teams I thought they were outstanding Yeah Mark Wilson It's hard because We, we mentioned that There was a momentum shift And Hattati went off So it, in terms of The overall picture it's, it's maybe a bit more difficult But for the time That he was on And the contribution he made it was it, it was quite impressive, wasn't it? Hitati. Yeah, oh, I, I mean, unbelievable in the first half where people were careless on the ball, all over the pitch. He was the one that just looked strong. Um, always just looking for that forward pass and then continuing his run. And then, when, see, when you look at the second goal, you know how he starts it, but then how he continues his run into the box and then has the quality and the composure to get his head up. He's a terrific player, a real driving force, a real fan's favourite. And, like, Celtic will be bracing themselves in the future for big, big, big bids on this boy because he's the next big one to go. Uh, thank you very much to Paul. It's 01419511025. It's Twitter at Clyde SSB. Hopefully we'll get the chance to hear from some of the managers coming up next. After they play, you have your say. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Still time to get your thoughts in after the League Cup final, which saw Celtic lift the trophy after a 2-1 victory against Rangers. I've got a funny feeling we'll stick with this topic for much of the week ahead, but by all means, get your thoughts in right now and let us know what you're feeling straight afterwards. Quite often when emotions are running highest, of course, happiness on the Celtic side of things, maybe a bit of disappointment, sadness, frustration, anger, or whatever you want to call it on the Rangers side of things. Rangers fans, why not let us know? We've already heard from some happy Celtic fans praising where it went right for them and praising Ange Postacoglu and Kyogo and Cameron Carter-Vickers or CCV, as the last caller called them. So uh, GD and MW are here if you want to get your thoughts across. HK and JD are in the studio as well. Um, 01419511025. Jim is a Rangers fan on the line. Jim, how do you feel after that? How you doing, guys? Um, I'll try to keep my emotions in check here a wee bit. A wee bit predictable how I, f- I felt as if I was going to feel as soon as I saw the team. I said to guys all week, I said, why buy new players to then no play them on occasions like this and go with the tried and trusted when the trusted have prov- uh, proven time and time again that they can't be trusted? 
I, I just don't get it. And it was just like watching a rerun of an old movie that you knew that was going to harm. I think that's a really interesting point, Gordon DL, because mm. if Rangers were nine points clear at the top, if Rangers had been the dominant side, then Michael Beale sticking with the guys that have gone before would make sense. But if you have to sign Nicholas Raskin and Todd Cantwell because you are lacking something, mm-hmm. why would you not play them? Well, I agree with Jim. I made that point. Or uh, one of them, anyway. Yeah, I made the point. I, w- I was convinced this week that Raskin was certainly playing the middle of the park. Um, you go into the January uh, transfer market and you bring in two players that you've chased and desperate to get. You're right. There's a cup final. This is where. This is why you went and got them to improve your team to make them better. I look at that Rangers team just now, and for instance, I looked at middle part. Lundstrom, Kamara, never, never get involved in the game at all. I thought it needed. Rangers look like. They need a bit of freshening up, a bit, of, a bit more energy into their team. And, and, and I looked at Tillman today. He was a big uh, plus at the start. But after a while, I'm thinking, is he 100% fit? Because he didn't look comfortable at all. So he took a gamble on that. And I can totally understand that. But I was surprised, especially Raskin for me. I think he's got a lot to offer. He's a quality player. It's a cup final against Celtic. I was so surprised he wasn't on the pitch. I mean... Jim, as a Rangers fan, you had you had your moments. Clearly, I mean, Ryan Kent hit the post. That sort of started things. You got your goal. You were pressing forward. Did it? Did it all just come a bit too late? Then is that the frustration? Uh, for me, definitely. I I thought the game was there. We lost. We lost goals. I mean, the marking was shocking. We, we switched off at hundred percent. Lundstrom could even go in for fifty fifties because you knew it would finish him. But um, even Bill got lucky with the subs because they were coming on at two 0 down. So they came on behind to get a goal back, which made it better. But what's the point of signing new signings to make their old firm debut, try to change the game at 2 0 down? Sign guys to enhance your first 11 and have an impact. I mean, all I heard is oh, they don't know what it's about, they don't know what it's about. Demand you, do Real Madrid, Barcelona buy players and then they'll play them because they don't know what it's about? Get them in there and let's see what they can do. Well, these guys have constantly let Rangers down in these kind of games. And it was just a rerun of an old movie for me, anyway, personally. I think it, the 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 matter and Jim makes terrific points. I think the matter comes down to belief in the players. Ange Postecoglou brought on O, who's hardly had any game time for Celtic, and Iwata, who again has hardly had any game time. But he believes in them; they trust him, and he takes off the two goal scorer, Kyogo. And he takes off Hatati, and Mark Wilson is simply drooling over the performance that Hatati gave in the game. But Ange Postacoglu says, and he backs up Jim's point, I brought them here, I believe in them, and I trust them to get us over the line. So I do share Jim's bewilderment that you sign two players in the January window, players who have been very favourably received by the Ranger supporters, Michael Buell, therefore, in the immediate aftermath of this cup final, stands accused of picking the wrong team. Yeah, I mean, look, Jim Duffy, I was going to say everyone's clever, everyone's a great manager after the game, but to be fair to Jim and everyone really, I think, inside Hamden, I've sort of seen this beforehand, I'll give a nod to our esteemed colleague Kenny Miller who, I'll hold my hands up, surprised me on Friday night. He said he didn't think Raskin would start, and I found that really surprising. Fair play to Kenny. Uh, he got it right, but Mark Wilson says these were, especially him, this was a high-profile signing. It was one that Michael Beale waxed lyrical about. He's spoken many times about him, players like him being the future. Why did that future not begin today? 
Yeah, I mean, again, as, as Jim said, uh, you know, the call there, I, I think uh, he's right in what he said. Not so much the fact that, uh, you know, where you play Raskin or, or Cantwell, the fact is that the, those Rangers players who had started the match, I think it was it seven of them or something had started um, the last uh, cup final in 2019. So therefore, um, you know, from that point of view, they, they had, they had um, you know, um, they had let the club down before in terms of their performance levels. So yeah, I mean, you bring in new players to improve. And, and when, when Michael Beale brought those players in, he said that, I mean, I think he said himself that he needed to to, to get different qualities and freshness and, uh, you know, a, a, different, a different approach to playing and, and be more adventurous. So I, I I wasn't so much that the starting lineup today. I just felt at half time Celtic could just scored, had uh, the the better chances. Rangers only had really one half chance when the the, the Carter Vickers clearance. So I felt at half time was the right time to do it, and I think it was it was too little, too late. Uh, although Rangers listen just scored, but Jim was right. The substitution were going to come on at two 0 so you got a wee bit of a break. That the fact that they scored there, but for me it should have been at half time because you've then got to give it a real go. So yeah, I understand. We maybe not think they're entirely up to speed for a cup final. Who knows uh, in terms of fitness and that? But certainly for me, half time you've got to throw everything at it and see if you can turn that around. Uh, Jim, again as a Rangers fan, are you the type that looks He's at today? Gone, oh, Jim's gone. My apologies. <laughs> I thought he was. <laughs> thought he was still with. He's had enough. He came on, said his piece, mm-hmm. um, and to be fair, some great, uh, great points well made, and, and noticed a lot of things, particularly. Uh, pointing out that those subs were due to come on anyway uh, when the game was 2-0. I don't think we're quite going to manage to speak to Michael Beale uh, in time. Certainly not Ange Postacoglu. He had more uh, media duties to do as the winning manager. Certainly extended. Although I was having a, a little look down at the, the TV company to see if Michael Beale would go and join Chris Sutton uh, on the panel there and shake hands and, and have a post-match debrief. <laughs> but I don't think that has taken place unless I've missed something. Um, so, I mean... This is the unique nature, I guess, of this fixture, Hugh, because Michael Beale right now will be analysing the 90 minutes, probably, talking about his players, about where their body position was or why they didn't match this runner or whatever. And then Monday morning, it, it maybe comes a bit more down to how big is this gap? How do we start to bridge it? I think, uh, Jim, the last caller will perhaps set the agenda for the week. I think people will ask of Michael Beale. While you're doing your pre-match assessment, can you tell us why you sign two players to a fanfare of trumpets and they don't play in the cup final when they could have made a difference? Did you play Malik Tillman even though he was not 100% fit and the estimation of you guys at Hamden did not look 100% fit? There are many questions that will be asked of the manager. I think that's the agenda for our programme starting tomorrow night because... Everyone in the Rangers camp had such high hopes for this game. This game was supposed to be the watershed moment. The moment when you could truthfully say, I think there could be a shift of power under Michael Beale. But Ange Postacoglu goes away, having believed in his players, having brought on his five subs, having made what looked like gambles rather than substitutions. And he goes away with the trophy and his domination of Scottish football is underlined. So it's been a great day for Celtic. It has been a day of questions that now demand answers for Rangers and their supporters. 
Yeah, absolutely, Gordon Deal. How would you sum up what you witnessed then as a football match and, I guess, the bigger picture as well? It, w it wasn't the greatest uh, game I've ever watched, Gordon, but cup finals are not about great games. They're all about getting your hand in silverware and Celtic. They're just serial winners. They know how to do that. Uh, all credit f to Rangers coming back into the game, making that a bit exciting. But once again, Celtic just showed that they are a gap there. Michael Beale will admit that. He's already said that it's back to work tomorrow again, you know, to keep improving. But Ange Postacoglu, this team of his, they just keep rolling on, rolling on, winning trophies, winning games, and uh, they're a terrific watch. Yeah, have to agree with that. It's been a terrific afternoon for Ange Postacoglu. No, they're sparkling best, but once again gets the job done. A lot of work for Michael Beale to do to catch this Celtic side. Well, what an afternoon it was at Hamden. Thank you for joining us, Fredo Morelos' goal made it interesting, but a double from Kyogo helped Celtic get their hands on a seventh League Cup in the last nine seasons. Ange Postacoglu's domestic dominance continues. How long will it continue for? Only time will tell. Thank you to Mark and Gordon here. Thank you to Jim and Hugh and Andrew back in the studio. And thank you. Thank you for listening, for your calls and your tweets. It'll be a good old week talking our way through that one. Make sure you join us from six o'clock tomorrow night. Scoreboard with Call Robert Accident Repair. Why call your insurance? Let Robert take away the hassle.